Hello, I'm Scott Soshka. I'm Evan Novi Williams. I'm Michael Barr. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports, where we, we're all here. The we, trio. I, mi- I missed you. Out, uh, we missed you, too. I didn't miss Evan. I missed you. I'm, I missed you, too. Evan was near your hometown. Didn't call to say he was going to be there. Didn't call. By the way, I'm by the Dimmick, man. is like in Milford. He was right there. Didn't call. Didn't call. I'm what, what does I'm that calling say? What does time. that say? I'm calling what does that say? It says that I was going to buy him drinks, but, well, oh, window's gone. No, Too bad. He'll call next time. Medina, you heard it. It's like, if you're in there, come I on. I am by. the witness. Yep. <laughs> hey, we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. Lots of topics to talk about. Let's start, well, Yankees, there's always next year. So yeah, there seems the better team won and big market, big stars. It's not like this is not one of those where the TV folks like, I mean, of course, New York is New York. But if you can't have Yankees, Red Sox in the ALCS, you had in the division series and you've got the defending World Series champions against big market, high spending, big star Boston. TV's got to be happy with this. Yeah, I mean, as, as you guys know, TV really only cares about the, I mean, the matchup matters. The number Long. of games, it's the biggest thing. You know, they would have loved to see, you know, a, a deciding game, game in this series. Um, but in, you know, in, in light of not getting that, sure, you got, you know, anytime you get Boston Yankees in a, in a series that isn't one game long, I think if you're a TV, you know, provider or if you're Major League Baseball, you're happy with that. Is it time to make the series now seven games like you have the championship series? Dude, I, I, man, you know what? These games in October when you're in New York and Boston, like there are times when I hang in the Yankee Stadium late in October, I couldn't feel my hands. Like it's, I don't know. You got you got to figure that out. I'm okay with three out of five and it's an advantage, like the Yankees had to play that extra game, so Severino pitched, and you should have a big advantage if you're the division champ. Just looking forward, you know, to this Yankees-Red Sox rivalry, and shout out to best friend of the pod, Julie, up in Boston. A, oh, a Yankee look, fan look, look, up in Boston. Look at that, Evan doing the shout out. Uh, w- w- this is good for baseball, right, moving forward. The Yankees certainly seem like they're going to be good for a while. The Red Sox, you know, they're highest payroll in baseball, but, you know, they're going to be good for a while, too. I imagine the fact that these two teams, you know, were the, two of the top teams in, in, in the league this year and could be for the future uh, is, is a good thing moving forward. For the business of baseball, the Yankees and the Red Sox are the bestest of friends. It's the best thing that could happen to each franchise that they have each other to play off. Yeah, of, so Barr, I guess the idea is if the Yankees and Red Sox are playing seven game series, no matter what, right? Yeah, really. Hey, <laughs> if, by the way, if you end up with the Twins and the uh, and the Royals, but I gotta tell you now, watch, but watching the, the Astros now that you know about them, you've you've yeah. sort of been introduced to Altuve and the others last year. That, that's that's great stuff. Now baseball's got to be happy that those guys and sort of this star driven Red Sox. That's, that's a great thing for baseball. I mean, the country will be interested, not just the Northeast, but the country will be interested in watching that matchup. I assume that the only the dud left is the Brewers, right? I mean, if, if you're if you care about you know interest in the World Series, I'd imagine you're rooting for the Dodgers. Mark Adonacio, uh, if you're listening, hard. I sent you an email. We'd love to have you on the show next week. Well, you know what though, it's there are a lot of people that are Brewers fans, and a lot of people are rooting for the so-called underdog. That uh, could pull it. Up. I love the I love the new blood thing and Yelich and I, I love getting the new the new taste of teams you don't get to see all the time and I would I love I'm looking forward to watching the Brewers play. <laughs> I wish we yeah. could have had a yeah, another another look at Evan. Evan's like uh, his face. Like, uh, I, think, I think you're in the minority there in terms of sports fans. Well, you're, you know what? Baseball's finally got the, they got the Dodgers again. So you, know, you got the national brand. You got you know, so Do- they're Dodgers good with that Red one. Sox seems like a 
Home run. Home run. Huh. For lack of a <laughs> yes. better, better word. Oh, yes. Boy. By yes. the way, CC Thabathia, is he coming back to the Yankees? Is no. he going to retire? No and no. You do so. think the Yankees need to figure out pitching. You know, the, yeah. they, they, they prioritize batting or hitting in, in the last offseason. I don't know if they prioritize it. They just saw an opportunity to get Stanton and the and money that came yeah. with it. Yeah. And you, boy, I. I don't know. I mean, I, this is not criticism. I just see it all the time. If I was a baseball executive, I, I, all my dollars, all of them going into pitching, all of it. I just, I, someone's going to get hurt. Someone's going to not play, whatever. You cannot have enough. By the way, did you hear what Sabathia said about umpire Angel Hernandez? Yeah, it wasn't too happy. Whoa, it, it, it was not good. He said, he shouldn't be anywhere near these playoff games. He's bad. I don't understand why he's doing these games. It's sad that he's doing these games. It's crazy. He's always bad. He's a bad umpire. Yes. Mike drop. I'm out of here. We needed Ed Hockley behind home plate. There seems to be consensus on Nobody? Angel Hernandez. The, yeah. I saw Paul LaDuca was tweeting yeah. something about it, and yeah. then Chipper Jones said he wished he could retweet it 100 times for emphasis. It, it does seem as though there is a, there is a lot of consensus about, about his performance. Yeah. I wish I had a suit and tie right now. Did, did you get it? You, did, there's a there's a connection. Oh, See, you got it, man. I don't get it. I'm looking at the sheet right here. You don't, you, uh, you, Medina, Medina, you don't get me. it. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, let but, but that's a, that's our comfort zone in this. In but this are you going to sing it? Like, no, I'm not going to sing it. I can't do it. Not going to sing it. Oh, he. Oh, Timberlake has a song. Pop star Justin Timberlake, basketball legend Kobe Bryant are in talks to create programs for new TV, according to people with knowledge of the matter. See Justin Timberlake, suit and tie. Wait, so he's going to wear a suit and tie this i'm so confused hey, no that's the song you, you remember oh, the song oh uh, you know if you got to explain the joke it's not funny <laughs> or maybe it's just not enough people won't know it so you shouldn't make the joke but anyway the the key here evan new tv is, is who founded the, the company it's jeffrey katzenberg and med whitman these are two titans putting together again new media it's a, it's about video shorts and uh Kobe, uh, he's he's sort of proven himself in this area. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, Kobe, as as most people know, won an Oscar for for short film this year. You know, he he's very active. He directed the the commercials for Body Armor, which is an, a sports drink that he has an equity stake in. He is uh, he's becoming very active in the video space. Uh, and you mentioned Whitman and Katzenberg. Uh, the pedigree across this company is good. They they raised a billion dollar round last year. Investors include Disney. 21st Century Fox, NBC Universal, Sony Pictures Entertainment, Viacom, yeah, but other AT&T, than that, <laughs> Warner Media, Lionsgate, MGM. You know, it, it, Hollywood studios open their wallets to these folks. They clearly believe that within this world of smaller, shorter, well-produced content, there is a hole in the market that can be filled. What do you think about this bar? They, the company plans to spend the equivalent of up to $5 million an hour on the shows. On top of production costs. I mean, it's this. I just want to see how this is going to turn out. And by the way, they want to roll this out by the end of 2019. But I want to see how this turns out. I mean, that's that's they're saying five million now. This could even rise even more. Yeah, I mean, that's like an A Rod contract, right? Five million dollars every five minutes. Hello, hello, Texas Rangers. Oh, from your lips, buddy. From your lips. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's interesting um, how much the appetite for short clip, um, I guess it's out there. The, we see where the attention span is these days. It's not two-hour stuff. It's shorter, shorter, shorter. I, um, 
and it will be subscription. I believe the price point right now, $5 if, you, if you're willing to look at ads, $8 if you're not. Um, there's a lot of content out there that's free. You know, that you're willing to look form. at ads? Where would you be? So, Five bucks or where would you put your money down? Five or eight? I, zero. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, oh, I'm not boy. paying the eight. I promise you that. Oh, I'm saying if you were doing one or the other. Five, for sure. You're going to watch the ads. Absolutely. Oh, I'm principled I would pay five. Okay. Because without the ads, we don't get paid. Well, if... If you're a subscription service, you know, then no. But the ads come in also. It's like that's that's extra coin. Well, you know, of course, we're of making course. for us it, the yeah. dual revenue stream. As I, they I, say, I value my time at zero dollars per hour. So <laughs> we value your time <laughs> I, at zero dollars per paying hour. Paying the five dollars <laughs> and watching the ads. Uh, oh my! Tokyo Olympics, the spending it just goes up and up and up and up and up. Yeah, it looks like the lead of the story is when you say the price tag, and it seems like every Olympics, you can just write the template. The price tag for the, uh, parentheses, fill-in Olympics here, soaring. Whatever they think it's going to cost, it costs way more. What year is this for? What year is the Tokyo game? 2020. 2020, yeah. Uh, Yeah, this is, to put it in context, it's $25 billion would be much less than what Russia spent for its Olympics, Uh, would be less than what... Beijing spent for its Olympics as well. Um, I think the 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 noticeable thing here is that for the for the IOC, Tokyo was going to be the the cheap Olympics, right? It was going to be an example of what happens when you pick a city that has a lot of infrastructure already in place, that has some sports buildings already in place as well. Uh, as we see fewer and fewer countries around the world willing to open their piggy bank and willing to spend billions on hosting these mega events. Tokyo was going to be, you know, the, the the example of what happens when a city does it and doesn't need to spend that this much money. This is what the IOC needed because so many cities were bowing out exactly. of bidding because the costs were just too prohibitive. Exactly. Suddenly, it, when the cost jumps from whatever the original well, their 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 original the prospectus said seven point three billion, and yeah. now we're at twenty five. And by the that's way, a, that's a big yeah. jump. Can't, couldn't you just see this? Let's let's just say something. Maybe our local listeners can. can empathize with let's say this was a i don't know new jersey transit mm. story they're now arguing as commuter over here what is or what is not an olympic related expense so is that sewer line does that count as olympics so now they're fighting about what even counts as an olympic related expense and who has to pay for it this is not what the ioc needs if they're looking to attract a lot of cities in their future bidding yeah and process. look at look at the next the next olympic games that are up i believe are the 2026 winter games which are you know currently out for bid you know the three finalists now are calgary milan and stockholm you had a city in turkey that backed out a city in japan that backed out a city in austria that backed out a city in switzerland that backed out um you're increasingly seeing more and more cities when the when the planning you know when you start to put together these bids realizing oh this is what it's going to cost I'm not sure if we have that. And I imagine that if you look at Tokyo, one of the biggest cities in the world, and you say, oh, they spent $25, million, it was $25 billion to make that happen, mm, I'm not sure if I want our city I want to do one that. thing from my Winter Olympics in 2026, the bid city. You know what I want, Bar? What? I want the city to include an umlaut. <laughs> I want an umlaut city. Well, I don't care. You're, you're, you're swing? not going to get it. I don't I, think. I, yeah. <laughs> Can we add an umlaut to any of those? Kulguri? <laughs> I just want an umlaut. What's you, an umlaut? The dots above. What's an umlaut? What's an umlaut? Oh, okay. I Athena. I thought it was something else. It, it would be the uh, equivalent of the Spanish tilde. Thank you. <laughs> now you're just showing off. Enya. <laughs> See, this, but this is why you need it in a place like either Greece 
or Los the winter, Angeles. The Winter Olympics in Greece? It, well, not the Winter Olympics, oh, I'm but sorry. I'm saying any. That would be any, fun. Oh, that would be fun. They're racing on water down, skiing <laughs> down water. But, I mean, you need it in a place that's built to host this every four years. But this but is the thing. That was the argument for Tokyo. Tokyo right, was right. that Tokyo place. Tokyo was that. <laughs> no, but if you look at photos, when they did have it back in Greece, um, you see all of the, no one's using any of those facilities. The white it's elephants, like, yeah. It's like grass growing in it. Look at even Rio de Janeiro. No one's using those facilities. That's a, well, that's always been the criticism of the Olympics is that these facilities become white elephants. They try temporary. They tried this one that you could break down. Yeah. Um, even the Bird's Nest Stadium and the pool, it's like, it's like a mall. Um, yeah, yeah, you want like that's LA's big thing. We're not building stuff. We already got it. Like we've got everything yeah, we need, or almost everything we need. You, in place. you do that, and it's like okay, we can host this because. Right. And hey, th- it's built for that. But when you start or Winter Olympics, obviously, if you go to, uh, I love Lake Placid, by the way. Sure. I st- I still say you can host it there every four years. Barr says you can host it. So the L.A. budget for 2028, about $5 billion. Uh, we'll be interested to see if, as we get closer and closer, but if the final that sticks around yeah. there or if this idea of a city that has infrastructure and therefore doesn't need to spend so much to host it, if that idea is just a farce. Gauntlet throw down to podcast listener Casey Wasserman, the head of the bid group. Do it, Casey. So what do you think, Barr? I'm going to go home and uh, have some Conor McGregor whiskey. Oh, yeah. Jay, Evan and I talked about that. We were like, we felt like our review was a bit of a, a low blow. I, I don't drink whiskey, so I don't know what would be good or bad, but clearly our our reviewer said there's no good. Great headline on that review. What was though. it? Did you, did if you, you thought the McGregor fight was a disaster, his whiskey is worse. Oof. Ouch. Did you try it? Have you ever tried I have not tried it. All right. But I, let me be, you know what? I want, Anything yeah. on ice will work. Well, this seems mm. to me to be a work-related expense. So I'll throw down the corporate card to get you a bottle, and we'll do the taste test on the air. Can we do that? Yeah, All I would right. do it. We, we, does one get this at the I'm local? I'm that. I, I don't know what the distribution is like. Yeah, I, I don't know, know where ju- one just launched this. it. Uh, but I'm sure we could figure out a way to do that. It'd be great to have an excuse just to throw back a few. What are we? What are we going to compare it to? Are there other uh... turpentine? <laughs> <laughs> he said anything on ice. <laughs> he did say it. Oh, uh, anyhow, this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. I'm Michael Barr, along with Scott Soschnick and Evan Novi Williams. Good to be back. We're here each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, exploring the world of money and sports. Join us again at the end of the week when we talk CrossFit, Allen Iverson, and Moon Boots with CEO of Reebok, Matt O'Toole. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world, and we have plenty of platforms where you can catch this podcast, folks. <laughs>